You have won the award for the dumbest question we've ever gotten. <laughs> Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing okay. Doing okay. Yeah. It's a rainy Sunday that we're recording. Yeah, rainy Sundays are usually pretty sad days. Yeah. Normally we would hole up on a day like today, but we are like, well, we should be productive. Yeah. So Show must go on. Yeah. So let's... A, some cues today. Yeah. Our oh, and also I, I will have to remind our Shannies at the top of the episode to like, subscribe. Oh, Andy. So, oh, almost, oh, wow. Are you proud of yourself? Almost did it on my own. <laughs> you let it, come on, commit. Yeah, I would like to remind you. <laughs> you expected me to just do it. You go. Okay. I would like to remind you um, to like, subscribe, tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram, hit the notification bell, Ooh. and do all the things that- Leave us Apple and- Probably leave yeah. us Apple. <laughs> Apple, Apple and, and Spotify. Spotify reviews. Yeah. And do all the things that, what do you, what do you say? That you would do for, for a pod, to support a podcast you enjoy. To support a podcast you enjoy. Uh, Andy, that was that really caught me off guard. It was so cute. You were all nervous to say that. I saw I was, your nerves. I you had, guys all saw his nerves. I was nervous and filled with shame. Oh, okay. So prove Andy wrong within his shame. Okay. Yes. Shall we get going? Yeah. All right. This first question is from Sky. Dear Shandy, I love your show and you guys as a couple have listened to every single episode. This is my problem. Thank you, Sky. <laughs> My boyfriend, 32 male, and I, 27 female, have been dating for over two years and live together in the Northeast. I have been rock climbing since I was a kid and do it three to four times a week. He has known this from the beginning of our relationship, and I have been very upfront about it, even taking him climbing on our first date. Wow. He did it with me for a little bit, but then stopped, saying it was too expensive and he didn't really find it very fun. I never cared if my partner did my hobby, but I do care that I can do it. Recently, I got invited to two climbing trips, one to Canada and one to Brazil with a mixed gendered group of friends that I have been friends with before he and I started dating. He said he, quote, won't let me go. If I do choose to go, then maybe we shouldn't be together since I would be prioritizing a hobby over a partner. I had a really hard beginning to life and finally feel like who I was always meant to be and just want to enjoy my life and my hobby. And I promised myself I would never let myself go like that again and this whole thing is triggering me. I am scared that I will never be able to go on these climbing trips if I stay with him. I am his first girlfriend that has had a hobby who makes more money than him and is very extroverted and makes friends easily. Overall, we have a great relationship and have similar goals and values. I don't know how to talk to him. I can't can't tell if I'm being triggered or if it is unreasonable for him to ask this of me. I do understand how you can feel maybe a bit jealous or uncomfortable, but I have never done anything to make him not trust me and I invited him on the trips. Any advice would be appreciated. Love, Sky. Hmm. Mm. Climb that mountain. Yeah, climb it. I mean, yeah, get on that mountain. <laughs> yeah. Sky, it should be an indicator to you that I chose this question first in this Q&A. It's usually we start with one that we're very clear on, or at least I try, and then sometimes you surprise me. Yeah. But this is such a no-brainer. And Sky, I just want you to mull over the combination of these two sentences back to back. Overall, we have a great relationship and have similar goals and values. And then in the very next sentence, I don't know how to talk to him. Very good. That's, exactly. Yeah. You, A, should definitely go on this trip. 
These are f- our friends. You've been friends with forever. I don't think you have to justify anything to him. No. You can do whatever you want. You're your own adult. She already invited him too. Yes. That's the carte blanche. Yes. She invited him along. He trusts you so little. Really? And you're questioning if you're wrong in this situation. But also he doesn't care about what she needs. She needs this this mountain climbing. This is her thing. Yes. It brings her great joy. And also this reads a little potentially gaslighty to me when he says he won't let her go and that if she does choose to go, then maybe they shouldn't be together because she would be prioritizing a hobby over a partner. No, no, no. Okay. Like you, what you want is a partner who would <laughs> never say that to you and never make you choose and so, who wants you to have your full individual life. Exactly. Sky, you have one choice, climb the mountain. You have to, mm-hmm. you have no choice. Yeah. One choice and no choice, is that the same thing? No, there's one choice is an actual choice. Yeah. No choice is no choice. I guess having one choice meaning means having a choice of two things. So yeah. what I'm saying is you have no choice. <laughs> you have no choice. Yeah. You, you have to climb the mountain. Mm-hmm. And if having climbed that mountain, he has major issues afterwards, then you may have a mountain of problems ahead of you. Yeah, to me, this is not about your hobby at all. That's obvious. Anyone listening to this will know, yes, you should go on your trip, possibly trips, depending on what your time trips. Yeah, do whatever you would normally do. What you want in a partner is someone who who cheers you on in your hobbies, even if they don't fully understand them, but who loves that you have that. I find it very controlling that he's like trying to take that away from her, knowing what it means to her and that, that he's kind of leveraging the relationship. Like there's like a veiled threat in there. Yeah. It's like, you're so insecure. Get your own damn hobby. That's ridiculous. That's like if I want to eat three meals a day and my (laughs) partner doesn't, they're like, you're prioritizing meals over me. (laughs) nourishing your body yeah, over yeah. me. Yeah, the fact that she touched on making more money than him, being more extroverted than him, having a hobby, the mm. first girlfriend of his to have a hobby. You know, let him change his mind about things. I love what you've been doing, honestly. I love that she does this for herself. What a she's great this, hobby, too. Right? And it's physical. It's like... Yeah, I, it's, it's like if her hobby could be like fantasy football. Like, <laughs> you know, it's... No raw, judgment. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> yeah. She's climbing mountains. Yeah. It's an outdoor thing. It's it's great for the soul. It's meditative. It's great exercise. Yeah. It's it's spiritually uplifting. Yes. All the things. And you connect with nature. Did you already say that one? No. But I, I yeah, I, I alluded to it. But no, you're right. Okay. Connecting with nature. We should sing to close this one. Do you know what I'm going to want to sing? Um, Ain't no mountain high <laughs> enough. Okay. That's actually the opposite of what's happening. He's like, any mountain, any height is going to ruin our relationship. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Ain't no mountain low enough. (laughs) I was actually thinking, climb every mountain, ford every stream. Come on. You don't know this? I kind of know the climb every mountain, but is that from Sound of Music or something? Yeah. Oh, it's a good guess. (laughs) Mountain songs, movie. I can't believe you didn't know that. I see you differently now. Hmm. Okay. Climb every mountain, Sky. Seriously, whether or not it, it should be a sign to you that your boyfriend doesn't want you to do that. Maybe, I, I don't want to be a dick, but like who wants to be with someone like that? No. Talk about unsupportive. You know what's going to happen? She's going to climb every mountain and he's going to deal with it. No, and I think she's going to climb every mountain. I'm not sure if he's going to be in the picture. What I'm saying is if he doesn't deal with it, he's not going to be in the picture. Yes. This is a self-resolving yeah, but issue. Even dealing with it sorry i do want to wrap but dealing with it no he, he should be championing her on championing yeah. championing 
Or celebrating it. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Be, I've never used that word out loud before. I'm like, oh, that sounds weirder than I'd it looks. I'd be proud. I'd be like, they'd be like, where's where's your girlfriend this week? Oh, she's climbing a mountain. Yes. Yeah. Climbing cool. every mountain. Every mountain. <laughs> okay, Sky. Good luck. I feel like you need it only for like you, your sense of like your barometer of what you want and what's right. And and don't please, don't try to please someone who care so little about how you feel about things. I'm, no. I'm not into this. I know they've been dating for over two years and they live together, but... Yeah, it's uh. a big red flag. Okay, good luck. All right, this next question is from Anonymous. Dear Shandy, longtime listener, first-time question slinger. I love your podcast and would be interested in your take about my situation with a friend. I'm 26 female and my friend is 30 male. Let's call him Jamie. Jamie is a newer friend of mine. We actually met on a dating app a couple years ago and only went on one date and then reconnected this past spring and have been friends ever since. I like that. Hmm. I've made a few friends that way. Yeah. Actually, we met because I had stayed friends with a guy I had met. That's true. A match. So thank yeah. you, John. <laughs> Revealing his name. There's only one. <laughs> only one, John. <laughs> Jamie invited me to attend his birthday party at a karaoke bar, and I said yes. Jamie had booked a large private room for the party at the venue. There were 16 people in attendance, and I only knew one of them, a mutual friend. Let's call her Christy, also 26 female. I'm not much of a drinker, so I didn't drink any alcohol during the party, nor did I order any food. Jamie picked up the bill at the end of the night. The next day, Jamie sends a text to me and Christy thanking us for attending. He then texts, the bill came out to $65 per person. That was more than I was expecting, so I'm sorry about that. Please Venmo me when you have the chance. Honestly, I was shocked. Because Jamie had invited us as guests and was hosting the party, I assumed that he was not expecting the guests to split the bill with him. On top of that, he did not mention any cost up front with his initial invitation. If he had told me that the guests would be splitting the cost of the event with him, I could have made an informed decision about attending. I felt resentful that he didn't inform me of this ahead of time, but didn't know if I was just being too sensitive about it. $65 feels pretty pricey for a night out in which I didn't drink or eat anything. However, Christy then reached out to me directly and told me that she felt frustrated at Jamie for springing a $65 request at us after not clearly communicating any cost prior to the event. I told her that I was glad she reached out about it because I had been feeling the same way. It's been two days since Jamie sent his request for money. He sent a follow-up text today reminding me to pay him when I had the chance. I'm planning to talk to him in person this week about my frustration. Ideally, I'd like to ask to pay only $30 to contribute to the cost of the private room, but not the full $65 because of the fact that I didn't drink or order food. My question is, am I the asshole for feeling upset at Jamie? In my view, hosting etiquette means picking up the bill for your guests unless you have explicitly told them in advance that they should expect to pay an an approximate dollar amount. Am I being unreasonable or cheap to not want to pay the full 65? How would you recommend confronting Jamie about this? Thank you in advance. Love, Anonymous. So remind me... What was this party for? It was his birthday at a karaoke bar. So his own birthday. His own birthday and he's 30. I don't know if it was his 30th or 31st. I don't know. 30 male. So he's throwing himself a birthday party. At a karaoke bar. At a karaoke bar. Yeah. I'm a little torn on this because like if I have a birthday dinner with girlfriends, for example, if a girlfriend invites me to a dinner, a birthday dinner, and it's like 10 of her friends and I don't know anyone, I go there expecting to split that bill with everyone else for her. To cover her because it's her birthday. 
You know, this is tough. You know, no one's really the asshole here. I think it. I think he's just sad that he's throwing himself a, a karaoke birthday. <laughs> That's a very Andy takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torn on this because I think there's a lot of like cultural difference here. Because I think depending on where you live, I, look, do I agree that if it's like, you know, it's like coming to my karaoke birthday party, it's like, surprise, here's a bill at the end. I do find that a little like, uh, but at the same time, I think I would probably just pay it. I, I would pay it without even considering a confrontation. Same. Even if I was like a little strapped. Yeah. Like it's not an issue. It's like, it's just like one of those things where you're like, well, checkmate. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a financial checkmate. Yeah. And you know, now you file it away for later. Next time he invites you to something. Yeah. Play chess differently. Yeah. Because socially, this is a delicate thing. I feel like when someone hosts, you know, quote unquote hosts, it's different from having people over at your house. You're not going to ask people to Venmo you for the cost of the groceries to prepare the meal right. you're cooking for right. everyone. But when you go out, I don't know if I think it's a given that the person whose idea it was, especially in a birthday setting, is definitely going to be paying for their own birthday yeah. celebration. I, I agree. The, the, the one catch here is that it's him who has having the birthday yeah. and him who's throwing the party. Yeah. So that just throws a little wrinkle into it. Well, Oh, you mean if it had been thrown by someone else? If it had been thrown by someone else for him, it would be a given that everyone would ship in. Yes. It's an interesting uh, turn. It is. Like what should have happened was a friend of his should have organized this. And then that friend should have been like, by the way, everyone, this is probably what it's going to cost. Like, let's not bother Jamie with this, with the logistics of asking everyone for money. Like, oh my God, I'm honestly cringing. Just oh, no, no, no. everything about this makes me cringy. It's like cring the idea of him asking everyone to Venmo him for his own birthday after the fact and everyone's surprised and also she didn't eat or drink anything like it's also not totally fair there was a lack of like proper okay. expectation setting but at the same time if they're in like a city setting big social group i when i go to someone's birthday anything i'm expecting to pay okay i've i've gained great clarity on okay. this okay i was thrown by the fact that he was throwing it but it's an exception to the rule because he's the person who's having the birthday yeah so it's it doesn't matter it's as a matter of fact it's even more urgent that they pay reimburse him because he's throwing it for himself which as we discussed that's you know it's uh what it's you know it's i feel bad for it <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the point i do believe that if you go to one of these parties yeah. the rule is it's the law of the jungle uh-huh like if you don't have any drinks if you don't have any food that's on you yeah you're still in and in this situation she still was there for the thing that was costing probably the most money which was the actual venue yes she enjoyed the karaoke yes and you think he's gonna go through like everybody's like okay this person had one drink uh, yeah. this person had oh, three yeah, drinks yeah. that guy got tanked he had 15 oh, drinks yeah. this person had come on I, I think that if you cannot and this is good you know this is actually in the grand scheme of things a very inexpensive lesson learned absolutely she can know for the future you know maybe either clarify ahead of time or like i've had friends in the past who are on a tight budget and so for whatever you know even if it's just like a dinner with friends they'll come afterwards or they'll you know they'll come and they won't drink or whatever they so they they know that they're just in the clear they don't want to have to owe anything exactly and that i no one has a problem with that like no. by all means go for it but i'm gonna be honest with you when i go out with friends i almost always pay more than my share yes. because I'm not a big drinker and I get yeah. full quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. These types of situations are all for one, one for all. 
Don't yeah. go if you don't want to be subjected to the even split of the cost. Yeah. Just don't go. And and I think for her, I, so I don't think she's an asshole, certainly. But I think for future reference, Anonymous, that might be on you if your budget is, you know, the, yes. the if you're at the point where it's like $35, $30, I want to pay for the venue, not the drinks. You're at the point, I think, where you should clarify ahead of time just to avoid the awkwardness. Like, this just sounds... Yeah, it's awkward. Oh. You know, I... I I've never been more clear after having been confused. <laughs> okay. Okay. For thinking about this being annoying and even for gossiping with your friends about how annoying it is, you're not an asshole. If you bring it up with him, you are officially an asshole. Oh, no. I don't know if I feel as strongly, but. Oh, uh, trust me. She's an asshole if she brings it oh, up Oh, because with him. you feel bad for him. Are you kidding? He's she's chasing everybody for money for his own birthday that he threw at a karaoke place. And now he has someone <laughs> confronting him. You don't want the next thing he does to be a funeral. Like, let, let's keep it at karaoke. It's his last birthday. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Anonymous. Good luck. I think that in the grand scheme of things, no matter what, whether it costs you $30 or $65, this was not that expensive a lesson learned. Agreed. I know you don't like cringy ones, but I really do love them. Oh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love cringe. Uh -huh. You hate cringe. No. I love Ali the G, Borat, oh. Ricky Gervais, all those shows, like The Office. Yeah, British you can't Office. Watch yeah, British Office I have a hard time with. But the American Office is cringy too. What's, what's, why? Oh, I love American Office. Yeah, but there's equally cringy. Oh, you think, you know what, you're right. British Office is more cringy because he's more of a serious character. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I remember that was the first time like I dated my British ex for two years, two and a half years. And... He thought British Office was so funny and the American Office was was like, oh, it's so obvious. Right. But when I would watch British Office, like I wanted to be the kind of person that prefers the original. Like I did. Uh, yeah. And I was living over in Germany. I was like, yeah, I'll like this. And then I was like, <laughs> like there was a cultural difference. I just didn't. The cringe factor was just the wrong flavor of cringe. Yeah, I was that guy, too. I was the guy. I held out for a long time saying British office was better than American office. And I got so much hate for it. Yeah. That I eventually sat down and I thought, I was like, you know what? You're that guy. You're that. I like the British office better than American office guy. Yeah. And I didn't want to be that guy. So I just stopped saying that. Now I say I like the American office better. <laughs> Wait, which one do you actually like better? This is what I'm going to say. British office is better art. Okay. American office is funnier. I agree with that. And I'm sure that any Brits listening will disagree, but, but um, all, which is funnier. Yeah. I mean, there's, oh, a, there's, there's no question the Brits are going to disagree. Yeah. But I also will say this. Is Bob Dylan a better artist for writing Knocking on Heaven's Door? Or is Guns N' Roses better for doing probably a better version of it? Uh, so sometimes there isn't an answer. There isn't. Yes. All right. This next question is from S as in the letter. She just signed S. She didn't say as in the letter. I, I add that. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, they never do. I always say as in the letter. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, oh, they never do. You should stop maligning them for the as in the letter oh, part. Oh, you're the one. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? I've been maligning. <laughs> I've been doing it all wrong. Hi, guys. Huh? Excited to be writing to you both for the first time, but a lot less excited about why. Mm. First off, just want to say I love listening to you both. Andy, I agree with most things you say, especially <laughs> regarding the use of the English language. People these days are really fucking it up. Right. <laughs> nice to see someone who's actually cool. You guys associated with The Bachelor World. Thank you, oh, S. Wow, so many compliments. <laughs> now for my big issue. My boyfriend, 40, proposed to me, 36, two years ago in Italy, and I said no 
because Ooh. I wasn't ready, mainly because we were long distance. Oh, man. He was so pissed off. Italy, <laughs> no one gets turned down in Italy. Needless to say, this has been a big and awkward part of our story. He did not take it well, but he understood why, and we moved on. I found out he never returned the ring and plans to propose with the same ring when the time comes. In a better location. <laughs> it's like Italy wasn't good enough. How about New Zealand? A year ago, he moved to my city, and it's been going really well. I can confidently say if he asked again, I would say yes. However, mm. I have felt really weird about him proposing with the same ring. I brought up him looking into selling it and he did not take it well. He feels it's unfair that he has to go through the trouble of selling something he put so much thought and effort behind, not to mention it was quite pricey, $15,000, and he would lose quite a bit of money if he sold it. I like the ring itself, but I don't love it. And a big part of an engagement is the element of surprise and I've already seen this ring. This whole situation has been weighing on me and in return I'm stressing him out. I feel so horrible about wanting what I do. Am I being illogical for wanting a new ring or even a second ring? Totally fine with something cheaper. It's not about the money for me. I trust you guys and value your advice. Hope to hear from you guys soon. Thanks in advance. S. P.S. This question is time sensitive because I have a feeling he may be popping the question again very soon and really need us to get on the same page. <laughs> I don't know if this will come out in time. I'm clear on this. I'm clear. I'm, I feel very strongly okay. about this. So, oh, oh, I have a feeling we're going to disagree. Okay. okay I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. Okay. First of all, I know for a fact, I mean, having been on the business end of this, uh-huh. that selling a diamond ring to buy a new one is one of the biggest losing transactions you can have on earth. Yes. Like I, you might as well just throw it in the river and buy a new ring. Oh, it's that bad. So I'm going to just link out our proposal story right here because okay. we talk about this in that episode. So I have felt the pain of that. So number one, this is not just like, oh, just swap it out. Like yeah, you yeah. go back to like Walmart and you know, you exchange socks for another pair of socks. No, it is, it's a rough scene. Yeah. Okay. Number two, if it was another girl that he gave it to, I would say 100%. You got to clean off that juju. Juju? Yeah, juju. Juju? Juju. Juju. You have a hard time with a hard J. Juju. It's not juju, it's juju. Juju? (laughs) It's a juju. A Trojan horse. (laughs) Juju sounds like juju. I don't like the sound of that. Oh. Like two Jews. Okay, well now you put me in my place. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, you want to clean off that stuff, but that's not the situation. It's you're the same person getting the same ring. I will say this. It's a big ask. Because this is very sort of, it's 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 not a uh, concrete thing. It's not like you're like, I don't want to eat uh, at that restaurant because I got explosive diarrhea. It's that I don't want to eat at that restaurant because I heard a story once, like many years ago, about someone who had a bad experience uh-huh. there. It's different. Yeah. You're going to have to chip in some money if you want this to happen. That's my opinion. Okay. That's my opinion. Or just take the ring and deal with it. What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say he has to get a new ring. No. You're going to agree with me. I agree with you. Mario Kart? Oh, is that what it was? Don't they do that at the end? They're like, oh, they do do that. Yeah. They're always very happy. Yeah. There's actually always a very big jump between getting first, second, third and getting like fourth, fifth, sixth. Like they go from being really happy to really upset. Like if I got six out of 12 people, I'd be like, I'm okay with that. No, they Am I go, just not competitive? Yeah, you just like, you, you're a big fan of like participation. You just like participating. 
You're okay with any outcome. I'm not competitive at all. Although when I've beat you in Mario Kart, I could tell that you really want to oh, get no, me back. Oh, no, I genuinely am like, oh, look how far he's come. Yeah, but then you somehow keep wanting, you you want to play. No, what you do is you get me excited about like a real race, finally. Oh, <laughs> but why are you excited about a real race? Because it's more win. interesting to me when I don't know if I can win. Okay, but it's not more interesting to you when you think you might be able to beat someone who just beat you. No, it's not really that. Like I genuinely, I just, it's more interesting to me when I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm going to get first. And in Mario Kart, that's one of those games where I'm, if I'm playing against you, I'm, I'm probably getting first. (laughs) Okay. I think that was a given. So interesting. So it's not about the competition. It's about the unknown. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to get first 95% of the time with me in Mario Kart. Yeah. So if I beat you, suddenly you have this, like, it's like a new world. You're just like, wow, I might come in third yeah. i might come yeah, in yeah. first i might come in he's last really, no he's idea. really good now like i want to wow okay like i'm up on top of my game I'm like my posture is a little taller i'm like a little more on the edge of my seat well so if i keep beating you like what if i beat you like four or five times in a row would that have any impact on your competitiveness maybe a little with mario kart just because like i'd be like oh the student <laughs> yeah. has become the teacher right Ooh, that's your that? territory <laughs> yeah yeah okay we're way off topic okay, okay. so i agree with you Yes. I feel that some of your reasons are a little too, like you said, it's like there's, it's not like a clear thing. It's a little nebulous. It's like, oh, I just want to be surprised. It's like, let the, lo- let the location, the timing surprise you. This is a really big purchase. Big. And I think if you really, I, I think that's at the core of the issue. She's justifying to herself and to him her wants because she doesn't love the ring. That's at the heart of this. If she loved the ring, if it were exactly the ring she wanted two years ago in Italy, she'd be like, sweet, can't wait to have that ring. Yeah. I don't think that she would be like, oh, I need to be surprised in every single facet of this. He already put in a lot of work and it sounds like the ring is nice. If you want the ring to be just something extra special, which I totally get. I did this to Andy. I totally did. But like you say yes to the ring, to him, to the proposal, what the proposal means, which is that I, yes, I want to marry you. The ring is just a stupid symbol. Yeah. Most of the time I don't even wear my ring, honestly. Yeah, especially when, we're out- when you want to go meet guys. <laughs> Joke. And like, honestly, most of the time, like I put on my ring for the podcast and have dinner with your mom. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I really it's so meaningless in the grand scheme of things. And if you really want to have a ring that you just gaze at lovingly, then you can take the diamond and change the setting afterwards. But I just don't feel like that's on him. I feel no. like he's put a lot he's into this. $15,000. He put his cash down. He had, he put his pride, his pride was crushed in Italy. Yeah. Beautiful Italy, just getting on his knees and on the Amalfi coast. Yeah. You hear seagulls in the distance, the waves <laughs> gently crashing on the shore, Italians rejoicing. Yeah. And then there's a record there. scratch. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Music stops. Which is fine. You know, like she needed the time. I love that she said no when she wasn't ready. Like, I sure. think that's bad ass. A lot of people in your shoes as would just say yes because they're like, oh, my God, we're in Italy and he's proposing. I have to say yes. Yeah. And then they would start to wonder if they made no. the right choice. I actually think one of the reasons that they have survived, their relationship has survived the long distance. And now they're at this point now where they definitely want to get married is because she was as honest as she was then. Yeah. You know, that could have become a sort of infection in their relationship. Yes. So I think that's 
Awesome. Badass move. Respect. But with the ring now, I feel like the ring, you're making the ring out to mean more than it does. It's a piece of jewelry. It's a trinket. They can make them for free, basically, now. The same exact Uh, ring. A diamond expert couldn't tell the difference if it's fake. And if it was fake, your ring is like, what, 150, 200 bucks? You mean man-made. Man-made. Man-made diamond. Isn't that technically fake? Well... I mean, now we're getting to a different conversation because would she be okay with that? Like, you know, would she be okay with him selling his $15,000 ring for $7,500 and then getting exactly? Well, that's the point. The point is, is this really about money? So this is what I- She says it's not about It's not about money. What should happen here is you should take possession of that ring, take the receipt, go return it and buy yourself a new ring. It's not his problem. I'm sorry. I I don't know about that. I I like the idea of designing this ring and going there to get, like it was something we did together and I think you learned about me and my tastes throughout it. And actually, you had been led astray because I think if you had been left to your own devices, you would have gotten something similar, well, well, which look, we talk about in the proposal story. This, this is the thing. This is a big ask. Yeah. And it's an uncomfortable ask. Yeah. And he already shelled out the cash, as I said, and swallowed his pride. Hmm. He's he's paid. Yeah. Like if she wants another ring, she's got to chip in at least 50-50. I wonder if she's made it abundantly clear to him the real reason. She's making it about the surprise factor and he's kind of like... No. Surprise. I already proposed to you. You said, no, you know it's coming. Yeah. Or like, it's coming at some point. Let the timing and the location be a surprise. But I feel like if you want to change the ring, you need to be, and this is going to be very awkward. I'm not getting the vibe from this email that she's done this. Tell him directly that you like but don't love the ring. I don't think she's I, told can him Can I that. say something? I felt zero personal pain ah. from you telling me that. Nothing. As a matter of fact, that's the thing I liked. I liked that the most. I was like, that's clear. Mm-hmm. I'm not a ring. I don't know anything about rings. If I picked the right ring for you, it would have been a miracle. Like, I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. It's, it's like someone saying like, oh, you built a bad atomic bomb. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Next time. Exactly the same level of difficulty. You know what? Honestly, it's close. Okay, so let's answer her actual question. Am I being illogical for wanting a new ring or even a second ring? Totally fine with something cheaper. It's not about the money for her. I actually think that illogical isn't the word here. It's not the word. Yeah, I think that you are trying to use logic to explain something that's emotional, actually. Something that she she wants it to yeah. be this feeling, this sense of surprise. She wants to just see it and love it. I think she wants something like a sort of fairy tale storybook moment that she's probably imagined since she was young. This, you know, which a lot of women, probably most women in this society have you know indoctrinated in us from a very young age you should love the ring the man should know what you want and you propose at the exact right time in the exact right location it's like this is something you envision so she's trying to make that happen guess what it already that that first of all never happens almost no, no almost never honestly no, almost never it's not the instagram proposal that you often see and second of all it, that's not what it's about it's about the fact that you're like sweet i found my person yeah how cool is that? Do you know how hard that is? Do you know how much harder that is to find than a ring you like? I agree. You know what? She, she's being illogical, as you said. It's not the word. She's being a little demanding, I think. I think she's being unreasonable. Well, yeah, that's cousins, <laughs> cousins of demanding. I would have gone with unreasonable over demanding. S, we say this with love. The ring is just a symbol mm. and you can shape that however you want. Focus on what matters here. And I think give this guy some... Uh, yeah, let him uh, feel... a little easy on him. Yeah, give, him a, give him a little pass. He needs to be lifted up a little bit. Like yeah. he's already been through it. Like yeah. let take the ring. And you know what? 
on your second or third year anniversary, be like, you know what? I really, I kind of want a different, I want to change this ring a little bit. Yeah. What do you think of that? And now it's, now it's a present. Now maybe you can even get it for free. <laughs> Not, just saying. Okay, I'm sure other people, I'm sure the Shandies will slice and dice this in the comments. We'll see what they say. Yeah. But I stand by your answer. I think it's funny that you thought I would disagree with you, Andy. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess I, I, I'm feeling very lacking in confidence today. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. All right, this next question is from Michelle. Dear Shandy, I love your podcast and have listened to every single episode. Thank you, Michelle. I always get excited when people yeah, say that. every single episode. My boyfriend, 32 male, hates one of my girlfriends so much that we fight every time I, 27 female, talk about her. They've met once and had a fine time together. Fine? Is that like the British fine or like <laughs> average? Okay. A fine time. Yeah. I told him one time while I was really drunk that she had told me that she thought white men have it easier in life. Okay, say that one more time. I told him one time while I was really drunk that she had told her, the friend had told Michelle, okay. that she thought white men have it easier in life. Okay, so I'm assuming that he's a white man? Well, let me get to the end of the question. Okay. I agree, especially within the same social economic class. He took it so personally that we've almost broken up over it. We live together and have been together for more than two years. He wants me to not be friends with her, and I disagree. She's one of my closest friends I've made since I moved back to the East Coast a few years ago. Am I being unreasonable? Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those, like, it's so obvious black and white questions. And also, like, we need more information. But also, we don't really, really need more information because it's so black and white. I kind of am not sure if this is a joke. Is this a joke? This is a real question, right? I think it's a real question. Michelle, hopefully, I when you listen to this, it'll be clear how black and white we think this is. I mean, objectively, I think no one can disagree that white men have it generally easier. Yeah, in I in mean, our culture. Yeah, I mean, at least they've had a good track record of having it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. things uh -huh. are getting, yeah, I think things are moving towards a more Maybe, equal yeah. Place. I have a problem with someone having a problem with someone saying that. And why is that even something that she had to be super drunk to reveal to him and that he would take okay. so personally? Like, obviously he's a white guy, but like, why are you so offended by that? Even if that doesn't apply to you individually with your past, no one can deny just on a grand scale whether or not that's accurate in this country. I mean, the fact that he's even brought this to a place where she's writing into a podcast yes. to talk about it, he kind of almost proves that white men have it easier. Oh. Uh that he could even get away with this. Oh my God. This is absurd. Absurd. This is absurd. Even if it's a wrong state, even if that statement is incorrect, uh -huh. even if she said, you know, seagulls are smaller than pigeons, uh -huh. you know, like, okay, that's, that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, even if like a baby seagull is probably bigger than a pigeon. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming, I don't know. It was a very bad analogy. My point is, is that it doesn't matter if it's a correct or not correct statement. The fact that her girlfriend said something to her when she was drunk about anything. Yeah. You know, I don't know if the friend told Michelle when the friend was drunk, but Michelle revealed it to the boyfriend when oh, she was and drunk. and it doesn't, yeah. Which it, also, it doesn't it even doesn't really matter. matter. The chain of drunkness is irrelevant. Yeah. Who told who when they were drunk or sober or what? It's yeah. so unimportant. Like, so you're telling me that if a friend of hers says one thing that he disagrees, that he disagrees yeah. with, she can't be friends with that person yeah. anymore, even if it's one of her longest, like uh, earliest yeah. friendships. Totally. This is the most ridiculous Dear Shandy question. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Ready? Wait, let's wait. Guys, are you ready? Okay. okay. Hold on. Oh. Yep. 
This is this is this is an award. I'm giving away a, a dear Shannon. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm striking up the band. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. What what instrument are you playing? Um you're playing... the bass. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, boom. so that's what you're gonna be doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that was worth the effort. No, it also wasn't very celebratory. It was more just like like background music. But anyway, the point is, is you have won the award for the dumbest question we've ever gotten. (laughs) Okay, Michelle, this is our, I think, very uh, flamboyant way of saying that you are not the asshole here. And actually, I think the bigger issue is the fact that your boyfriend would demand this of you over anything, let alone it being the fact that your friend thinks that white men have it easier. Yeah. Like that almost doesn't even like really calculate into my main issue, which is the fact that he's so controlling to the point where he'd be like, you can't be friends with her. It's so absurd. She's like, like, you know, you say going out on a limb, right? Like, like going out on a limb with a statement. That's like, she literally is on the trunk and she's putting a toe on one of the limbs of the tree. That's Uh how far out she's going with that statement. I mean, I sure. (laughs) No, I'm just saying that usually a a statement that, that ends a friendship. Yes. Should be well out on a limb, like Uh right hanging off the tiniest little branch. And more personal. Like even if you firmly believed that white men do not have it easier, Uh even if you firmly believe that white man is actually in a very bad position right now, it's actually, he's actually downtrodden. Yeah. This still is not reason to even consider affecting that friendship. It's taken me way too long to realize that this might be political. (laughs) This is a political question. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling I know what her boyfriend's about. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling we've seen him on the news with a torch. (laughs) (laughs) Even let's say it's political. Let's say it's like hard left to hard. Right. The red flag remains, which is that he has he's trying to control who his girlfriend is friends with. This That's is, the real issue. This is the biggest red flag I yes. think I've seen maybe ever. Yeah. This is this is like serious red flag. Yeah, this I is agree. the reddest. This is like beyond red. It's infrared. Hates. He she used the word my boyfriend hates one of my girlfriends so much that they fight every time they talk about her. What is this guy's issue? What is this? Yeah. This guy's got other issues. He's got like a million chips on his shoulder. I think she's got to lay down the law. Be like, let me tell you something. Not only am I not not being friends with her, but if you ever say anything like that again, we've got problems. Oh. It's funny. He wants her to break up with his with her friend. To me, it's like uh, you should be breaking up with someone else. Yeah. They made a movie called White Men Can't Jump. Like how many relationships do you think that ended? <laughs> like I'm not seeing that movie. White, White men-, men can definitely jump. <laughs> how dare they? Okay, moving on, Michelle. Good luck. I do feel like you will need it. And also congratulations on your award. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this next question is from Anonymous. Dear Shandy, I first want to start off by saying I love your podcast. Every episode is entertaining and informative, and your advice is always honest and insightful. Thank you so much. The show really highlights your genuine connection. I hope to have a relationship like yours someday. Thank you, Anonymous. I mean, I'm just tooting my own horn. I mean, maybe our relationship's not that good. (laughs) And maybe you will or won't. Maybe you should strive for better. (laughs) 
First, some background. I, 23 female, and K, the person in question, is 26 male. We both live in the suburbs of a mid-sized city in upstate New York. Also, some dating history. I have never dated anyone or been in a relationship before. I know he has had at least one relationship, but I don't know for how long or when that was. My situation. We met at work at the end of last year. I know I didn't listen to your PSA about not shitting where I eat. (laughs) I developed a little work crush on him, but I didn't think it would go anywhere. We don't work in the same group, so it varies how much we see each other and for how long. We started saying hi and occasionally talking when we ran into each other at work, and at the end of March, he asked me to dinner. I felt pretty nervous because it was my first real date, even though no one called it that, but at the end I was interested and wanted to get to know him more. Also, I offered to split the bill, but he paid for the whole thing. We didn't text at all after that, but we saw each other maybe two or three times a week at work and talked then. Then, at the beginning of May, a month and a half from the first date, while we were talking at work, he asked me to hang out again. He did offer to pay, but I insisted on paying because he paid the first time. Again, we didn't text after and talked occasionally at work, and the last time we hung out was at the end of May, three weeks after the second time. So beginning of May and then end of May. I texted him asking if he had any plans for the weekend. Then he was the one to ask if I wanted to do something together. That was the last time we hung out outside of work. The first two dates were at least a couple of hours and the last one was like five hours and he paid for the food two of the three times. That was three months ago and nothing has happened since. We still talk at work a few times a week. Even though I know he's not into me based on his actions or lack thereof after the first date, I still keep hoping that if we talk at work, he will ask me to hang out again. It feels silly still having feelings for him when it was three months ago, only three dates, and he never tried to hang out again outside of work. If we had continued hanging out and found we were incompatible or he just told me, I see you as a friend, I feel like it would be easier to move on. We didn't just meet on an app, so I guess I was expecting he would be more direct in telling me if he wasn't interested. It feels like an ambiguous ending to me, which is making it more difficult to accept, which I I totally relate to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or did I totally misread the situation and it was never going to be anything more than friends? Now I feel like it has been too long to ask what happened, and I don't want to keep holding on to the unrealistic hope something could happen. What does TLDR stand for again? Um, Oh, I know this. Um... Oh, I, I know what this is. Um, oh, I, I know this. Too long, didn't read. Uh, not what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a very Gen Z thing. Yeah. Too long, didn't read. <laughs> yeah. Too much. It's a real diss on a whole generation. Mm. How do I let go of the fantasy of what could have been and accept the reality and move on? And we followed up with her because we wanted to know if there was any non-platonic stuff happening on the dates, any kissing, hooking up, blah, blah, blah. And she said, nothing physical ever happened. We didn't ever kiss or hook up or anything. Okay. And the title of the email is, he's just not that into you. So Andy, do you feel that he's just not that into her? This is what I feel. And this is from experience. Yeah. Work relationships are tough. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful. 
can't just dive right in. Mm-hmm. It's like you go. It's got to be undeniable. It's a difference between a, a relationship like where you meet someone on Tinder and you go to a bar. That's like a heated pool. It's like you see the steam rising up. You're like, oh, this is going to be delight. I'm getting right in. Yeah. There's no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, the work relationships, it's like you go climb into the mountains and you're hiking all day and suddenly you get to the top and there's this like beautiful, crystal clear pool. Mm-hmm. And there's no signs anywhere. You don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Got to be a little careful. Probably too much analogy there. I'm not sure why that was necessary. My point is is that work relationships are not the kind where you just go out, get food, and bang. Mm -hmm. That's just not how it works usually. Sometimes it does, sometimes, but that's the outlier. Yes. What I think, and I'm very confident in this. Oh, wow. A single man working in office at that age and a single woman working in the same office at that age, when the man asks that woman out, this is not purely friendship 90% plus percent of the time okay he's interested in the possibility of something and the first date was fine but he wasn't getting that easy entry he wasn't like here's my opportunity this is obvious like we're we're gonna go home together tonight there's no problem no Mm -hmm. friction here there was some friction whether it was he had bad game or she was a little standoffish and she didn't know what was going on or there was not a lot of flirting going on because they were nervous and then the second date they kind of you know continued that and he didn't feel there was a real good entry and finally he was like you know what I don't have the energy or courage to go for this. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let it go. And maybe who knows what will come in the future. Maybe it'll rear its head again. Yeah. And that was it. I firmly believe that you, whatever her name is, Anonymous. Yes. It is Anonymous. That was a good call. (laughs) (laughs) Law of averages. You should feel rather confident that this guy had interest in you. But it just didn't work out. The chemistry wasn't there. And you should accept that and move on. That's my opinion. Okay. I get a strong feeling from this that she has not rolled out the red carpet sufficiently we to this is a callback to a link it here the being chased thing how to be chased how you have to roll out the red carpet for people to chase you down (laughs) you know you can't expect them to break through the thicket guys need google maps nowadays forget about red carpet yeah so i'll I'll link the episode here i'll put i'll link best of 2022 because it was the first one there so anonymous to me i get the impression that he was interested maybe still is interested but just even little things like her, you know, always insisting to pay. When I think back to my dating days, there's a fine line between wanting to be fair and wanting to show that you're contributing and insisting to pay to the point where it you're maybe ma- saying something. Because yeah. I remember dating and being like, oh, you want to buy me dinner? Like, thank you so much. That's like, I, I see you romantically. So yes, I will allow you to court me. Right. And then if I knew I didn't want to see a guy again, let me tell you, I you pay split for that, meal. that bill. And oh. I, money had never been oh, better absolutely. spent. Oh, absolutely. It's the best, best, best money you can spend. Yes. This is what I'm going to say. Consent is very important today, more than ever. Yes. Right? And it's even raised up when it's a work thing. Yes. He needed consent. He and that needed- consent could have come in the form of like, a, you know, a, I... I what you got a sorry eyelash eyelash bat a batting of an eyelash <laughs> yeah, yeah. or like a flirty comment or uh-huh. maybe t- a touch of a knuckle yeah, or like her, anything or her asking him to hang out exactly she's been he, mostly waiting for him to ask her out yes. he's asked her out every single time I, I hate to say it but the onus is kind of on the woman in these in these workplace okay in a heterosexual situation yeah, yeah, yeah. is on the woman <laughs> in, a, in a workplace situation yeah because there's a lot of risk Yes. There's a lot of risk. We see it in the news. Yeah. It's it's dangerous. I don't know how to say this without somehow bordering on getting canceled. But the point is, yeah. woman has to do a little more work in a workplace situation if she wants the guy who's clearly yeah. flirting with her to to get busy with. Or uh, similarly, if there's like a superior and uh, underling 
Oh, scenario, that's a hundred. Like where it's like a boss and an employee. Yeah, but that like, should be avoided at all costs. Well, then I, I think, think in that situation, the employee needs to make the bigger move. Yeah, but also just no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah don't I do mean, that. talk about shitting where you eat. Yeah, but yeah, I I agree. So w- what we're both saying is, I feel like he's made enough of an effort yeah. that sh- suggests that at least at one point he was interested in you. You might need to do more than just receive. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Usually in these kind of questions, I'm like. 65 percent sure of mm-hmm. what i think is happening i'm 90 plus percent sure he liked you now don't go do something crazy because of that mm-hmm. i'm just saying that next time understand that and maybe just give a little more language that oh, you're down encouragement the, the encouragement. flirty banter the, yeah, just the, the eyelash <laughs> good andy <laughs> coming up and see me sometime <laughs> for our listeners andy's batting his lashes his Bambi lashes. I don't have big enough lashes. No, to bat. you don't. Your lashes are not your strong suit. I'm just blinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next question is from Theo. Is that a is that a guy? <laughs> is, that a, is this a guy? Yes. Is this a Gandhi? Yes, we have a Gandhi. Wow. A Mandy, I think it was. Ma- well, we'll see what his age is. Might be a it might be a Gandhi. <laughs> dear Shandy, a previous girlfriend got me hooked on The Bachelor and Dear Pretty Pandas. Needless to say, your podcast is a guilty pleasure and I enjoy your excellent commentary every week. Thank you. On to my conundrum. My current girlfriend, 29 female, and I, 32 male, have been dating for about eight months. So he's a Gandhi. He's a Gandhi. <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll graduate to Mandy at 36. Four years, yeah. Just a personal preference, I prefer women that I'm intimate with to shave their legs. I don't know where it comes from, but it just pulls me out of the moment if I brush slash caress slash lick her leg and can feel hair. And I like foreplay, so I'm doing a lot of caressing. It doesn't outright prevent me from continuing and having sex, but it just makes it a little less pleasurable experience for me. I know this is a very nitpicky, shallow thing, so I try not to mention it unless I'm dating someone seriously. I think my girlfriend is gorgeous and I try to tell her as much as possible with specificity exclamation mark about three months ago she started shaving very infrequently to be fair it's winter and she's wearing long pants recently they were particularly hairy and I finally decided to mention for the first time that I would appreciate it if she shaved her legs a little more often I suggested once a week for the reason (laughs) I mentioned It pulls me out of the moment. She went on what I would call a rant for about 30 Mm. minutes and angrily mentioned the inconvenience, cost and body standards, etc. The conversation ended when she said, fuck you and walked away. We both apologized later and made up and I dropped the issue. Like I said, I know this is a shallow thing and I've done a lot of thinking about the implications of asking a woman to shave. I truly understand that I'm very privileged to not have the societal expectation to shave everything, always look put together, wear makeup, etc. Here's the catch, though, and here's why I felt it was okay to ask her. About a month into our relationship after having sex a couple of times, she asked me to shave my balls more often. (laughs) I feel like that caught you off guard. Wow. I guess one of her exes did that and she just finds it more pleasurable when she's going down on me, which I admit is very enthusiastic and wonderful. So no complaints there. I had no issues with this. And since then, I've taken care to shave as much as necessary. This would have been a good opportunity to mention my thing with hairy legs, but it wasn't an issue at the time. Honestly, her severe reaction to my ask when I very willingly and consistently meet her request is a little bit of a turnoff for me. So... 
Am I the asshole here? Is asking her to shave her legs not similar to her asking me to shave my balls? Please tell me how to proceed. Thanks, Theo. Okay, first of all, bravo. Excellent question. Mm, it's, I mean, talk about sticky. Wait, is that a double entendre or just sticky question? Oh, I just, I just meant just sticky. Sticky, <laughs> sticky question. Okay. I mean, what I like about this Q&A, and I chose questions specifically, is there's a lot of them are sticky and a lot of them are sort of like social dynamics and societal expectations and things like that. So do you want to go first? No. <laughs> I feel like I know your opinion. Hmm. Let me think. This is, this is complicated. Because... On one hand, I mean, she asked him to shave his balls and it's like he he didn't put up any fight. None. And shaving your balls, I assume, I don't have balls, but I assume that it's trickier and maybe a little more time consuming than shaving I, your legs. It's a sometimes dangerous endeavor. Okay, yeah. You've, you've nicked yourself before. Yeah, there's been many a nick. But at the same time, it's in the interest of her going down on him. Like, she's like, let me do this like, can you shave your balls so that when I go down on you, it's a little more pleasurable? Like, I feel like it's mainly for him that he's shaving his balls. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I get it. It's, it's a wash. Yeah. It sort of loses its weight because yeah. of what she's going to do because he shaved yeah, his balls. Yeah, at the same time, though, I just don't think shaving your legs is that time-consuming, that difficult. You know, you, it's not that big a deal, but I think that it can feel, as a woman, a little irksome to have that expectation put on you you know it's natural like women have hair so why is it such a turnoff like maybe he should and he says i don't know where it comes from well it comes from him you know the society telling him that women should be hairless i'm trying like because on one hand i wouldn't be as offended as she was okay. that's what i struggle with I, I wouldn't be offended by a guy in? saying that to can i me. jump in for a second yeah I'm going around in circles. Her reaction, <laughs> yes. Her reaction was absolutely uncalled for. The fuck you. Absolutely the... uncalled for. Mm. He didn't need a huge lecture mm. about why it's, uh, you know, society yeah, yeah, yeah. and this. This was a simple question. Look, the fact of the matter is, yes, shaving his balls was kind of a quid pro quo for getting more blowjobs. Yeah. So it kind of loses some weight. Yeah. But it's not that different. He gets like, okay, He's going to be more into just all the all the things if her legs are shaved. So it's not like it's like he's not going to give she's not getting things for the shaving of her legs as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that there's just something kind of like conditional about it that doesn't feel great as a woman it's like i would be more attracted to you more in the moment with you if you removed your hair yeah, well then let's do everything let's make it everything then all the things that women and men do to make themselves more attractive to the yeah, opposite yeah. sex no, let's get rid of all of no them. you got a point like if there's all sorts of grooming things we all do and that's one of the reasons i i love questions like this the stickiness of it is just it's like where does that end like where does one thing end and another thing begin like even if we can all agree that it's like a societal norm and it's natural for women to have hair why are we expecting them all to shave like you can objectively look at that and be like okay it's the way it is but then another side of you is like he he's been conditioned to find a certain thing attractive yeah. and is it costing her that much to do it it's not the same as her like it's like oh i want you to lose 30 pounds yes you know what i mean and, and also society and your partner 
two separate things. Mm. You can't make a big statement, you know, political statement about society and relate it to something your partner wants. I'm sorry. You just can't do that. Mm. This is different. This is a favor. This is like he had, look, it took, I hate to say, I know people are going to come after me for this, but it took courage for him to ask. Mm. Those are hard things to ask for. Mm. And it's not like he's saying there's something wrong with you. Mm. Like there's not like he's saying you're the, the way you, the shape of you is wrong or the, the way you look, your face is wrong. <laughs> he's just saying this is something that you can just get rid of with a razor. It's not that big a deal. This is not, it's not like her whole life is turned upside down yeah. by shaving her legs a little more often. He's asking for something for him to give more to her. Yeah. He's not, this is not some political statement. He's yeah. not like, you should make less money than yeah, me yeah, in the yeah, workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You know, so I don't see the big deal. I think her reaction is ridiculous and she should have apologized for it. That, that's the first thing. At least apologize. If you don't shave your legs, fine, but at least apologize. That was inappropriate. That was one of those two wrongs don't make a right things because like I see why you might bristle at that, but I also don't totally get being that offended by this kind of request. Like you can, uh, you can be like, eh, honestly, like I just forget if I remember next time I'm in the shower, like that to me is more so the reaction I would have. It's not like, Oh yes, sir. I'll shave my legs right. every t before we have sex. It's not that it's more like, Oh, you, Oh, you yeah. like it when I do that? Like, I didn't even really think like, I've just been forgetting yeah. lately. Okay. Like to me, I don't, it doesn't have to be this personal affront that I feel like she has was... made it, but you know, there's a lot of like roots to that. So I don't know. No, I, I feel the ending with a with a fuck you I mean, that after is a 30 minute rant is a little like, okay. That's like, it's, I could understand a fuck you if he said like, you, I want you to shave your head. Like if you don't shave your head, I'm not gonna be attracted to no, you. That could end in a fuck I you. I think that a fuck you is like, he's asked her to change something about Yeah, lose herself. 30 pounds. Yeah, the, like something about her body that's like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare yeah. you criticize my appearance that way? That's so... Okay, yeah. this is really complicated because as a woman, you know, it takes a lot of, it takes a long time to feel confident in a world that really preys on your insecurities. Like the whole reason why women are expected to shave in the first place is because of marketing and, and women being made to feel like there was something wrong with them for having hair. So like the whole like billions of dollar industry dedicated to hair removal. Yeah, billions. Yeah, so this one's sticky. I don't think it's quite as simple as he wants to make it, which is that it's the quid pro quo of you asked me to shave my balls, so I'm asking you to shave your legs. That said, I agree that her reaction was a bit of an overreaction. It didn't come from a place of like, why do I want to understand you? Mm. It felt more like she took too much offense. I have a big thing within relationships being so offended. Why is he, why is she seeing this as an attack? This isn't an attack. This is a way of him saying, look, I'm sorry. I just was born this yeah. way. Like well, I he like He wasn't less born that way. He was conditioned. Conditioned, nature, nurture, whatever yeah. it was. He's a generous lover. It's clear. He does he's sound like a generous lover. He's kissing her in her thighs. He's, he's doing like, all the he's things. He's like, I want to lick her legs. He wants to lick her legs. <laughs> he wants to lick her legs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Theo is not holding back anything. Mm. He wants to give. He loves her. He wants to devour and her. It would be a really nice gesture for the relationship if she just gave in a little bit, maybe a little compromise. Well, so that's where another factor comes in here, which is compromise. How much do you compromise for each other? I don't know if there's a real answer to this one. I'm sure some people will be like, it's not a, see, here's the thing. It's like, I, for me, it, this is case by case. I just don't think shaving my legs is a big deal, especially now that I have a razor I like. I'm like, oh, I almost kind of like oh, this. Athena, sponsored, <laughs> sponsored. It doesn't ever feel great to have a guy tell you something about your physical appearance that they want to be different, even if it's something minor. So. I think Theo, 
Maybe our conversation could serve as our answer. We can answer his question, I think, and oh. say, Theo, you are not the asshole. Oh, you think Theo's an asshole? I don't think he's the asshole. It's too strong. Everything's too strong. Her reaction's too strong. Him being the asshole is too strong. I just think that there's more of a gray area like, oh, you like it when I do this? Oh, like that costs me nothing to do that. Like it doesn't have to be this political statement. You just have this preference and I have this preference and let's just get along. That's what the, where I'm coming at it from. So I don't think he's the asshole. I see why she would be annoyed, but I also don't think that it deserved a 30 minute rant and a fuck you. It, it, I think you're being a little easy on, on, her. on her. Yeah. Oh. And, and I, and I, I respect that, but I, 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 okay. I'm going to give an example. Sorry. What, what were you going to say? I, I have, have done some, some trimmings in the Netherlands. Yeah. And, um, I actually once went to the dermatologist was I had some, a rash on my inner thigh. Yeah. And I went to the dermatologist and he said to me, he's like, you should stop shaving your balls. <laughs> and I was like, what, what does that have to do with my, my rash? He's like, well, the hair gets really short and then it gets sharp and you're, it's constantly chafing against oh. your inner thigh and it's causing a der dermatitis. Your skin's getting irritated. Oh, no. And you know what I did? Kept shaving my balls. Oh, really? Because I know that you like it. I don't know if I noticed that big a difference. <laughs> I've made this sacrifice for nothing. <laughs> so I have an example. This happened very recently. Mm. I asked if you had any complaints about me and our relationship and i asked i did ask yeah. and you said that you would like it if i wore cuter outfits around the house <laughs> 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 yeah like because i i dress pretty schlubby around like i i mean i just like to be fully comfortable like really go there oh. and i could be like fuck you like i you know all all day i have to put on my face do my makeup put on my outfits to the outside world i'm in my home i'm comfortable i can wear whatever i want I could do that, like be offended by your request, or I could, the, the polar opposite is I'm like, oh, you want me to do that? Okay, I'll do that. What actually ended up happening is I laughed because I thought your huh. request was really funny. Huh. And I have not changed the way I dress around the house because huh. I like how I dress around the house because it's of utmost comfort to me to dress sure. the way I do. And you're just like, okay. Hmm. Like I asked you the question. I'm like, no. And you're like, okay, that's how I feel this could have gone is you don't have to be so offended by all the things all the time. And this is coming from a place of, I will tell you, like, I'm like, I think that maybe you should consider not wearing that anymore. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not afraid to also tell you. Oh, you suggestions. are not afraid. Yeah. Not everything's personal. That's exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my perspective. Theo, take this conversation for what it's worth. Hmm. I don't think you're the asshole. You're definitely I, not the asshole. I also don't think your girlfriend's totally wrong to be annoyed. But, you know, I think a lot of things have been blown out of proportion. And this is what I will say. I'm going to close with this one. Uh -huh. You can never bring this up again. You did it. He did it, right? Mm -hmm. It's over. It's been done. You got it out of the way. It didn't end well. But the seed was planted. I'm not sure it was planted in fertile soil, but it's definitely planted. I will say you do have one last option. Oh, let your ball hair grow. No, that's just going to hurt him. It's a war now. What if they got together in the shower and he shaved her legs for her? That's Ooh. sexy. I like that. Oh, that's a... Oh, but then how does he ask that? Now he's going to get told to go fuck himself again. Oh, I, I hope not. What if he's in the shower and he starts shaving without even... She's knowing what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> she's showering and he comes from yeah, behind. Like, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's like the psycho scene except shaving legs. Okay. Okay. Good luck, Theo. I actually, I feel you need it. Yeah. Good luck, bud. All right. This next question is from Holly. Dear Shandy. Thank you for hosting such a wonderful podcast. I love your compassionate, helpfully assertive, and funny responses to questions. Wow, thank you, Holly. Thank you. I love it when people say we're funny. Who doesn't like being called funny? Yeah, it's nice. I also like the name Holly. Me too. Yeah, it's nice. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don we now our gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. Now I don't know anymore. Fa la 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 la. How many Jews know that song? I have a bit of a silly one for you. Is telling a woman her hair looks frizzy more akin to telling a woman her breath smells bad or telling a woman she looks fat? Oh, boy. This is a theme. I'm tying this in. I put them next to each other for a reason. I got it. The former is something she can immediately do something about. The latter is a faux pas. So the former was her breath smells bad and the latter was that she looks fat. For context, in the past, I told my fiance to tell me if my breath ever smelled bad so I could brush my teeth and fix it. I am the type of person who would want to know, and the thought of having bad breath mortifies me. But one day, when my fiance and I were visiting his mother in Florida and taking our dog for a walk, my fiance grimaced and told me my hair was frizzy. He wasn't wrong. My hair was. I have wavy hair that does not handle humidity well. I did a dramatic hair flip and uh, why thank you as a joke. But I also let him know that it kind of hurt my feelings and that I thought it was akin to calling a woman fat. Mm. But he said, I thought you would want to know. Similar to the teeth brushing. And he apologized. So what do you guys think? Is commenting on frizzy hair more helpful like the bad breath situation or something you never do like commenting on a woman's weight? I Mm. hope this is a fun one. All the best, Holly. It's cute when they're like, this seems up your alley. Go. Go." They're like giving us a break. Uh, Okay. So I think it's it's just a slightly too far. Like I would never do it personally. Mm -hmm. I would not tell you your hair is frizzy. If I did... I sometimes joke, like sometimes when you're super stressed out and you've had a I hard day, a I'll make a joke because you look like a cartoon version I of a like, nervous Charlene. Uh-huh. I look like Miss Frizzle from yeah. the Magic School Bus. Yeah, it's cute. Like I don't, I actually kind of like your frizzy hair. I think oh, it no. makes you look cute. But um, I would never tell you, I would never seriously be like, hey, your hair is frizzy, you know, do something about that. I would never say that. But, but uh-huh. if I look back on my life and when you're in like grade school, it's different. Everyone's such a dick. But I'm saying as an adult, uh-huh. when I look back at my life, I think of the people who told me I had bad breath. Like in the moment. Yeah. Those are all very, very good friends. Yeah. It takes a good friend. On, usually there's some assholes out there, but it takes a good friend to tell you your breath smells bad. Mm-hmm. But there's a level of trust there. There's like, I don't have to worry that you're going to take offense to this. I'm telling you this because I want you to be a better person. Yeah, yeah. And I would want you to tell me. And I would want you to tell me. It's reciprocal. Yes. Like a friend brushes dandruff off me or like a friend tells me my breath's bad or a friend tells me like some. Well, actually, some of my friends tell me something I wear is bad, but that's more of a Your friends go thing. too far. Yeah, too far. Yeah. I th- I'm like, that's a good friend. Mm. You know who's not a close friend is someone who would never say that. Mm. So I think saying someone's breath is bad, especially if they've asked you to tell them, yeah. is fine. It takes work. It's not easy. Yeah. I, even with you so, sometimes, not that you ever, it's like once in a million years uh-huh. with bad breath. 
but it, it takes work. Like I still feel uncomfortable telling you because it feels like it's an insult, but it's not. Oh, it never bothers me when yeah. you tell me. And you tell me, you tell, I tell me. You so. I yeah, tell you I, like three times for every time you tell me actually. That's true. And I, like at first I, 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 I bristled the slightest bit, but I'm like, what, why are you, she's just, this no, is, she what, No, what you. I do is I'm like, do you want a piece of gum? Yeah, that's it. It shows a level of, of intimacy mm. and and trust yeah well i don't think that's what the issue here is no. like he it sounds like she asked him to do that and he's willing to do that he's willing to at, tell her that her breath is bad yeah. when it's bad this so that's different the frizzy I, hair i think frizzy hair is too far i agree and just a touch as she said correctly he's not telling her she needs to lose weight mm-hmm. it's way below that yeah but it's above breath and it's and it's basically it's like there's something that's slightly not perfect about your hair and I need you to fix it because yeah. it's causing me to think less of you. Yeah, it's, it's not like it, your or, hair is frizzy so other people are going to look at you and be like, oh, God, this, she's an no, animal. Yeah, well, that's what it's, it's not like it bothers him, but it's like, oh, you you might want to get that under control. Yeah. Like that. But here's the thing. I feel this is kind of a non-issue. Like it's a non-issue. I agree with her in that this isn't someone you tell someone, especially if it's humidity caused, it's like, yeah. well, there's literally nothing I can do about nothing. the frizz in my hair in this climate. But he apologized. Like, I think that he, did she give their ages? She didn't. Mm. I would bet money that he's on the young side. I agree. They are engaged, uh, that he's on the young side. I don't know. I, I'm just not getting a ton of like experience. And now he's learned his lesson. He apologized. He didn't fight back. This is never going to happen again. It's never going to happen again. And honestly, this is no offense, Holly. We appreciate the light question, but this isn't really an issue. I, I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> right? It's not an issue. It's no. not an issue. Yeah. He's not a bad guy for telling you to fix your frizzy hair. He probably was kind of looking out for you a little bit. I think he thought he was helping her. He thought he was helping you. He went a little too far. He's like, he went right. He like just dipped his toe over the line. Yeah. This is not a big deal. He's not going to do it again. This is a this is a non-question. But we do agree with you. But we agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Congratulations on your unbelievably perfect relationship. <laughs> All right, Andy. I think then that's a wrap for this Q and A. All right. A lot of AITAs in this one. I like the AITA. It's yeah. an important question. Oftentimes, when when I finish a day, when I lay my head on the pillow, mm-hmm. I often say to myself, Andy, were you an asshole today? <laughs> And if I wasn't, it was a good day. Oh, but I'm usually never, an asshole. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I mean, sometimes it no, depends. No, you never are. I'm not. I'm really not. I think the you're, fact that I think I'm an asshole means that you're means not. That I'm not. But I also think it means I have a lot of shame. Like I think I'm an asshole for the stupidest things. Oh, okay. I should stop thinking that. That's an episode for another day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do I that too. To I'm the kind of person that ruminates with my head on the pillow about like, did I offend that person? Was I an asshole in how I said that? Should I apologize to yeah. them? Yeah. I, I can, I can tell you right now you are like never the asshole. <sighs> I think maybe three or four times ever I've, I've thought you were the asshole. And to be perfectly honest, I don't think I told you. <laughs> All right. I think that's a wrap. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we're going to ask you again to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things, Andy. To support a podcast you enjoy. Oh, look how far you've come. Smooth. Nailed it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.